Hello, good evening, and welcome to a brand new episode with your boys, Ricky and Larry, coming through your speakers, stimulating your ear holes. We're here, brand new, again, again. We are here to talk about life, about football, about our teams. I've got Larry here as well. Larry, how are you feeling, bro? The question I want to ask is, what is life when your football team loses? That's the ultimate question. I think that should be the name of the episode as well. Isn't it funny how when your football team loses, it kind of just ruins your mood? When you're so emotionally invested in your team, it just ruins your mood, man. I think what what ruined it for me more than anything, it's not even the fact that the inevitable happened. Like because you know, for listeners of the pod, you know that I I you know I thought City were going to win anyway. But what disappoints me more than anything else is just the lack of performance from from Arsenal. Like yeah. it was. Yeah, I saw that moment, and to the point where I even turned around because I was watching with my dad, and I said to him, I was like, it's it's. It's as if we're watching men versus children, not even boys, yeah. in general, you know, mixed gender children playing football against Man City. That's what we look like. And it was, it was totally, totally disappointing. Not, not an attack. I think at one point City had 75% possession of the ball. Wow. I don't think we made I, I'll it. Be, I'll be, I, I missed the first passes. 30 minutes. I yeah. missed the first 30 minutes. That's when it was I, over. I was on daddy taxis and hubby taxis collecting my missus from the train station. Yeah, quite And I gave her an earful. I was like, do you not understand what day it is today? <laughs> today was the deciding day. Really, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, joking, I'm, day, joking, so. I'm joking. I'm joking. Love you, honey. Yeah, she's still, she's still there on the train station. still there on the train station. She hasn't actually picked her up. Now, bro, like for these uh, first 30 minutes, I have no idea what was happening. But when I joined in for the first, like, 30 minutes onwards, like, yeah, all I saw was City. I don't think you had a shot on target first half, did you? No, no, I think... Uh, and I think your only shots on target came, Jock, Jacker with a shot, that keeper yeah. saved, and then the goal. And the goal, only two shots on target. Full discretion, by the way, I stopped watching after the third goal went in because I just couldn't... I couldn't... The thing if you had yeah, the ground, you would have walked away, right? Yeah, I couldn't bear... The fact that City may ship more goals past us, and that I, I couldn't care. I, I don't care yeah. about that. Like, I, as in, I don't care enough to watch it. Like, I, I'm not into that. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not what they called a sadist, where I enjoy people yeah. in pain. Yeah. No, it, that, that would have been too much for me. And obviously, I'm glad that I didn't because it went four, four, one. And bro, Harlan scored with his hair was. down. My guy let his hair down to let to literally take the piss out of your teams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your defenders because they were trying to be physical with him. But you know, he loves that. That's what Harlan's about. <laughs> He loves if you the play physical against the game. Haaland, then you know you don't know how to play football against That's it. Haaland. Like That's the way if I'm anything, good. but no, you, I think to be fair, your mistake defensively were were a lot there. There was a lot. Rob Holden mm-hmm. getting touched tight on Haaland that led to his goal. Uh, what's his name? Because I saw the replay. Like that touch by Haaland was unbelievable. When he just like under the pressure of holding, and he touched it with his left of his what pressure? To what put, pressure uh, holding? Well, he, we say pressure, but you know he came up like, him. He was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, that's true. But uh, that, that was, that was the, touch tight. That was too tight. I felt like that was so tight in the middle of the park. There was no need for that. Possibly just like be there, but don't get so close to the point that he can roll you. And he got rolled, and then by, from the moment he got rolled, De Bruyne made a wonderful run, and then that was it. One nil, seventh minute in. The main, that kind of set the tone. The main issue, I mean, not even Haaland, the main issue is you leave De Bruyne that much space. What the hell do you think he's going to do? And that's something that we've discussed here before when we yeah, watched Man City play other teams. You cannot leave 
De Bruyne that much space. Like you just can't. If you close down De Bruyne, Haaland can make all the runs that he wants. That's it. Because yeah, that's all it was. Found. Yeah, that, that's all it was. Grealish didn't didn't exactly. You know, he didn't scare he didn't me to the point. Did he? No. Yeah, he didn't put up much. Bernardo Silva on the other side, he didn't put up much either. And it was genuinely the middle of the park. It was John Stones, Kevin De Bruyne, and uh, Haaland. The, those mm. were the main three players, the spine of the team that we just could not handle. Gabriel is easily, easily to blame for for two of the goals because he got twisted and turned by Man De Bruyne. Still spinning. He's still spinning and I don't know where he's at. I think his head's still in Brazil or something. But De Bruyne, with that much space, at the edge of your box, it's yeah, over. Just, it is game he that, over. He finished that really well. I think I think even uh, Rambo probably thought he was going to go far post, but he just like finessed it to the bottom corner near post. Disappointing. Lovely Another finish. disappointing goalkeeping antics from from Ramsdale. He should have saved that first goal. He should have saved that. Nah, that's it. Wasn't. Nah, man. Nah. Watch that again. Watch it was, replay. But yeah, I promise you, it's Ramsdale at fault. I mean, don't, sorry, Ramsdale at fault. As in, he should have saved that because it was quite close. It wasn't even a powerful mm. shot. The problem obviously started from and stemmed from Gabriel just leaving too much space. Hold. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. Holding wasn't wasn't anywhere. He had no idea where De Bruyne was. He just had yeah, no. no clue where he, he was. Holding was and too much focused too much on what's on Haaland. Haaland. Yeah, on Haaland, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the good thing with Guardiola. It's like he didn't even have to step out of third gear to beat Arsenal today. Nah, he just Guardiola adapted really well there because I heard a lot of City fans and Arsenal fans talking about the first game. Oh, well, we went to City and we dominated possession. You know, we made City play long ball, and I was thinking that's not a negative. City were playing long ball to go past your press. Because they know and they've got a six foot four, six foot seven gigantor at the top, and they who's got the pace of a, like he's got the pace of Saka and yeah. the height of Crouchy, effectively. Maybe yes, pretty much. Shorter, pretty but much you get the idea what I'm yeah. trying to get at. And you know that's just Guardiola being able to adapt and seeing the threat that is in front of him. Okay, Arsenal high pressure. Let's not get tired and risk the trying to pass through them. Just kick it up top. Harlan will get it, guys. I just need runners off Harlan, and that is effectively what happened for that first goal for them. Yeah. You guys were pressuring. John Stones kicked it up. Harlan control. De Bruyne made the run. One nil. End and you story. just think to yourself, end of story. Wow, like just wow. And, and that's what I love about the city. And it pains me because obviously my team is doing so shit. Because this is what Chelsea did to City when that Conte era where we won the league, when we won 3 0, 3 1, sorry. It was effectively Diego Costa holds the ball up, Hazard makes the run. 1-0 Chelsea. Yeah. William makes the run. 2-0, 2-1, whatever he may was. No one to hold the ball. But, no one to hold that ball. Him. Jesus, as as good as he has been for us, um, I just feel in he this He holds match, if it comes to feet. I don't feel like, I don't feel he does very well if it's in the air. I know Anfield, he scored no, ahead of him, but that was defensive doesn't. errors. Like, that no. was defensive errors and the space they gave him. So I think as fans, Arsenal fans in particular, like, don't get carried away about Jesus's aerial power. Like, no, no, no. He's no. Got there, like, I don't think, I don't yeah, think he's I don't got, think, I don't think he's got aerial ability to that, to that level I mean yeah you can probably you know now and again stick a head in there and get a goal in but no I wouldn't I wouldn't think that's why they bought him you know for his no, aerial no, no, prowess definitely isn't not, it definitely not, no. I think with 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 Ateta and his scheme he basically just again just played it so wrong because he kept asking Jesus to come all the way back to pick up the ball and if he does that you're leaving that space open yeah because you played their game bro didn't you yeah we did and and the thing is this is this is what frustrates me more than anything the scoreline it's a scoreline it is what it is right we could have got beat 4-0 by Southampton but the problem is that you're facing the current champions of the Premier League one of the best if not the best team in European football at the very least right now yeah. 
I think yeah, world football. I don't yeah. think anything from South America no. or anywhere else is going to compete with this. We'll they see make, what Madrid do. Yeah. yeah, let's see if they make it into the FIFA World uh, World Cup for clubs and stuff like that, and then we can discuss them in a, yeah. on a world basis. But easily one of the best teams in Europe, some of the best players that you've ever seen, and and you, you you're not watching. You're not watching what Guardiola did last last time. Okay, he, he adapted, but are you not capable to adapt? Are you not capable enough to mm. adapt your players to this? After the tenth minute, you just think. Right, you're leaving too much space for De Bruyne. Like whatever you're doing, you need to move your players away from Haaland and the wings from Grealish and stuff because they they did nothing. They yeah. did nothing. Yeah, I mean, no, like, I mean, were, don't get me wrong. They were there. They were threatening. They can be very threatening if you leave them open. But they were shut down. Ben White did a decent job down that side. But I think it was the, tactical, though, mate. I think it was by leaving Grealish and Bernardo Silva, you had to keep players wide. Yeah. So therefore, then Stretches. they allow the room down the middle, and it was like Haaland and De Bruyne can take on your two Gabriel and Holden. Gabriel Holden, Party, Odegaard, yeah. Zinchenko. Well, even with Odegaard, because I felt Saka was very quiet. Martinelli had to drop again. so far in midfield. I thought he was a CDM. Yeah. At some point, it was a right wing back. Sorry, left wing back. Effectively, that's what Martinelli yeah. was by yeah. the end of the match, or up until I watched it. Anyway, that's what. That's well, exactly when I came in, there was a couple of times he dropped like literally centre yeah. of the park and I don't mean from kickoffs for the because he went 2-0 um, it literally mean he came up to try and pick yeah, the ball up yeah. middle of the park and I was thinking bro you're just playing City's game here like there's nothing you're doing here Change that it. says put Arsenal three, put three at the back put th- three midfielders in front if you want Odegaard playing a bit more of an advanced role yeah. with Jacob just behind him sort of thing then you've got Zinchenko and Party that you need I to- don't even think you needed to play three at the back he could have just done what City did Mark, get your CDM to mark the attacker so that to stop Arsenal overloading the wings. Because every time the ball got to Saka, you know Odegaard likes to go near Saka, so there's two on that side against the left back. Yeah, Kanji was on Saka, and then Diaz dropped in as well, while Rodri was on uh, what's his name, Jesus. So that way, they there were moments that they played with five at the back. It was genius, honestly. It was, it was so down. clever, it was, so it was. so clever. It was an and that's shot. and that's what stopped you not to the point. You, you had two shots on target all match. You had two shots on target. That's look, and obviously one is, of them was a goal. The thing is, it's fine to have a tactically better manager that you're facing, but you know you need to be able show to show something as yeah, well. Right? You need to just do something. Like how how are you having Saka just just I don't, I don't even know how to describe his performances in the last few games. And I guarantee you, right now, you're going to hear a, you, you'll probably hear a lot of Arsenal fans going, "Oh, Saka did all right." He just nah, he didn't, didn't. bro. He Saka didn't do he all right. Didn't. He, he, do you know what it is? I will fight Arsenal fans about this, right? Because he just didn't do well at all. Like he dropped his head so many times because he didn't get a pass. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. why did you put it in front of me, bro? You need to fight for these balls. You're not going to be yeah, able Kanji to take on quiet, three bro. players. Yeah, Kanji, Kanji kept him at least. so quiet. You, you, you can't do it. And and this is this is what frustrates me, Rick. It's not like I said. Forget the scoreline. It was something that everyone kind of knew what that was going to happen. If anyone thought any differently, they must have been on some strong, strong crack. Yeah, some pundits, I think, I don't some know whether they were trying crack. to advertise the game, but some of them were like, no, nah, I think Arsenal's going to get something here. Arsenal will do something here. Yeah, Arsenal, will this, Arsenal will this here. No, yeah, no, some of them were talking about a draw. You're walking away with a point, possible wins. And some Arsenal legends were like, we feel like Arsenal can do something. Let's think of what they did on the FA Cup. And I was thinking like, you lost the FA Cup. What did you're you do in the FA Cup? You're yeah, delusional you just Arsenal fans. That's what they it's, are. They're delusional it's fans. Difficult. It's difficult because obviously you're, you've been riding on cloud nine since September, effectively. And I've said it on here many times. Like Still you're sit, sitting pretty at the top, sitting pretty at the top many times. But like you said, this is the ultimate test. And towards the end it. of the season. It failed. 
you, the ultimate test against the ultimate team, effectively, yeah, who's chasing, uh, who's hunting you. I don't even want to say chasing, who is literally yeah, hunting you down. Yeah, they could smell. They could smell us from, yeah, they, from they, far they, away. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. experience as well, though. You've got young players. These guys have not had this kind of pressure before. The only time they had pressure was to make top four last year. Yeah, and the and top four, obviously, and he folded. folded last year. Yeah, yeah folded like a so, cheap suit. But, but cheap maybe... Suit. <laughs> It's um, like it's, this is this is this is, You've lost your other cheap this, this is why this is why like I, I I try to be as realistic as possible when it comes to assessing the way that we play and stuff. After after that Liverpool game, I obviously as you know I said that the title is pretty much gone now. I, I gave you the you know Seagull example. Yeah, and yeah. and do you know what? I've been right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've been yeah, right. You don't want to be right, but yeah, I don't want to fall into the category of delusional fans of no, the I, fan base because what's the point? Then I, I gave I, you some stick after that game. Though. I gave you some stick after that game in the sense of all oh, the titles gone and stuff. But realistically speaking, Liverpool were fantastic for sixty minutes, and you're yeah, at Anfield. Brilliant. And I was talking to a couple of Arsenal fans at work, and some of the, like older Arsenal fans, like older gentlemen, they're like, "Oh, we only lost because Jacko did that chat. He's had nah, nothing, to nah, okay, it's got okay. nothing to do with Jacko. He's got nothing to do with Jacko. Do not blame Jacko for that." At all, Watch yeah, exactly. Match. Open Stop, your eyes, make your own thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean. Don't yeah, just be. I agree. Don't get told what to think. Like have a th- have a thought, have a think. Like sit down, observe, analyze. You're gentleman, yeah, yeah. Like know. don't just get. Uh, but against Liverpool, could have happened to anyone. Two two was not a bad result. I think you would have took that. Do you know what I mean? I agree. But uh, the one that really let you down is a two after. It's, it's you really should have gone to West Ham and won two 0 two one. You should have walked away with those three yeah. points, regardless of how you win. You just had to win three. So, we had to there, win that, so yeah. you had to take win the three points. Yeah. And against Southampton, I have no idea what happened because you had two draws. Your opportunity to kind of cement a bit of confidence into your fans, into your team that normal service will resume once we get to the Emirates. And like fuck me, bro! Like you were three one down. You were lucky to get a point. I'll be honest with you. You were lucky to get a point. No, we were, and and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, I can't I can't walk away from watching those matches and then go into a City match expecting for us to no. get anything differently. This is what I'm talking about. This is the yeah. realism that I have. Like oh, it's not over till it's over. Okay, but that's fine officially I get what you're saying but can we just stop pretending that it's not over please can we stop shutting our eyes open your eyes mate the rollercoaster's still going what's the the oh oh shit they've got two games in hand and two points behind that's what I'm saying sorry I thought there was like one game in hand no no it's two games in hand Um, and and look I'm I'm not even I've, I've already taken my my bets off the table do you know what I mean like yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, it's going to yeah. happen and that's just me being realistic rather than pessimistic because it's five you know, games left for you isn't it five games yeah, it five doesn't games matter left. two of the three of those games are against Chelsea Brighton and Newcastle so you know it's as much as you're going to hmm. look as Newcastle much as I'll be honest with you like sorry to interrupt you Paul but Chelsea the way Chelsea are going like we've lost every single fucking game like I'm I'm, I'm grilling you right but my team have been fucking awful and I'm swearing to emphasize how bad my yeah, team have been yeah. and Rick doesn't awful. usually swear Rick awful usually like swear literally spot. awful no, disgustingly it's, awful that we lost 2-0 to Brentford at home and yeah. well, I'll touch it we'll come back to it we'll yeah, come back gonna, to it because I'll touch on it yeah. but, but sorry, my point, we, like, my point. we keep a bit of structure on this podcast we, try we to, have we some try structure to. yeah no, my, my, point with, my point with Chelsea was that I know obviously you're going to say that they haven't been performing well but that's all I'm saying is that I've seen this Arsenal I've seen the side of this team. I've seen this character of the team where, you know, they will give up points to teams that haven't been performing well because I don't know whether it's 
just underestimating the team or tactically the other team just, you know, it turns out it's like, you know what, we know how to play against Arsenal. Maybe we're too predictable. And that's my problem. That That's the issue that we're having right now. It's a predictability yeah. of it. And Pep Guardiola, like he knew exactly what Ateta was going to do. And that's exactly what Ateta did. He literally yeah, he just... Literally read him like just, a book. Yeah, he just stepped into his hands and he was like, all right, bro, this is mine now. It's done. I think that's what he was saying to him when, when they hugged just before the match. They hugged him you. and he was like, yeah, this is mine. Yeah, you know that, right? I got you, you know that, yeah? That's good. Yeah, yeah, I, this is mine. Yeah. Uh, what I loved by Guardiola as well, like a couple of weeks ago, he came uh, out and he was talking about how Carl Walker's finished. He can't play into this system. He can't do this. He can't do that. And then Carl Walker had one of the best games I've ever seen him play for my Did you see him chase like, down Martinelli, by the way? Mate, incredible. Martinelli chased down Saka on the left-hand side when there was a moment to break. Un- incredible. And that's Guardiola using his pace. Yeah. Making yeah. sure that he's got somebody there. Because if, uh, what's his name? The dreadlock guy from Holland who they bought from Bournemouth. I forgot his Ake. name now. Okay, yeah. If Ake yeah. had played it, it'd have been a different story. Saka may have had him. If some buts. Maybe. But yeah. Kanji's taller, quicker, more powerful. And Carl Walker, was, obviously, we know Carl Walker's known for his speed and pace. But this is, so. this, this is what I'm saying, though, Rick. Like, you know, at the back, they've got strong players, like very physically strong players, tall yeah. players. At the front, they've got exactly the same. In midfield, they may have, they may be a little bit shorter, but they're strong players. We don't have yeah, that. But Look I suppose in midfield, you don't need though, do you, bro? Like midfield, you need ball players. You don't need Rodri, headers. You don't yeah, need people you, to win headers. Rodri, yeah, because he's I'm a CDM. Saying. But I'm thinking of like Bernardo Silva, like the f- the four in front of, behind Haaland, very much kind of like the feeders into Haaland. Let Haaland no, with the headers, have. we will run on. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. No, Te- exactly. Technically, technically, those players are very, very good. So you don't really, you know, they can supplement the strength side of yeah. it. They're like, all right, okay, I can move the ball. I'm confident with it. But we don't have that apart from Party, And sometimes Party, he, I've noticed that he's not even going into challenges 100% of I think at least the 60%. Season. I think he's thinking of his holidays. Yeah, but that's, that's all well that's and good. But great, it's, yeah. it's not the time. And again, yeah. for me, this title is gone and I will always put the blame on January. That's it's January's fault. Like how are you going into January wasting so much time for yeah. a player like Mudrick, for a player like I said, when you knew as a team, as a squad, what the other team wanted, you knew you're not prepared to spend that, but you still, still wasted trying, yeah. so much time. And then you brought, bring in Jorginho, which is fair enough. Like, like I said, I've said this, this is before. like chasing that girl at the bar, isn't it? This is like the girl at the bar who you keep buying drinks for because you think she might give you the number or something. And all of a sudden you <laughs> leave before you leave penny. the night. We, <laughs> she goes home with a different bloke. <laughs> she goes home with Haaland. <laughs> and it's, and this, is, this is why I'm just just defeated almost defeated like not not yet but next game if we lose or draw the next game then i will be 100% defeated and by the way that's not me saying that i've got like a hope of winning that's not even the slightest no but, no I hate, but, but, but you're my, bound my, to my, have hope because you're first but like no, next I, game is chelsea guess, at home at eight o'clock on a tuesday second I mean, of may I mean, and then newcastle on the seventh and tuesday the eight o'clock. that is tough and then you've got to go to nine and forest away as well that's not that's not an easy game neither you know ah, i know but by the time we get to that game then everything will be when over does the season anyway, finish 28 yeah yeah, because yeah, then you're going to play MLS All-Stars on the 19th of July, obviously pre-season. Yeah, but, Confirm, but no one cares about that. No one gives a flying toss about that. But like I said, that's why I'm just so close to being defeated because it's the, li- it's the, the little mistakes, sorry, the, it's the mistakes that started off small at the beginning of the season and now they have snowballed to this. No yeah, Tomiyasu, yeah. no Saliba. And by the way, Saliba would have made a hell of a difference because I think City would have changed tactics if Saliba played. I think, yeah, of course, because he's and quick. 
that's it. I, again, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses like, for, oh, this player didn't well. play or holding, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we know that. But, I mean, just not to even challenge, not even to contest that match. It was it was just very, very, very uh, disheartening. It really yeah, no, was. They made you look like a really average team. To like they amateurs. Like such an average team. When you look they at made the you players, look like a mid, mid-table team. They yeah, made you look did, like did. a Brighton, a Brentford, something like that. Today, yeah, or an Aston Villa or something like or that. Or a Villa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mid-table team. Like, no disrespect to those teams, but no, no, we played you, today, you didn't like, play like you were f- top of the league from September. No, hell no. No, we played today like, like we were Arsenal's, uh, like we were Unai Emery's Arsenal. That's yeah. how we played today. Yeah. That's how bad we were today. And again, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll say it and I'll go back to January. That's my main issue. Ateta can come out as much as he wants and be like, oh, we're in our third year of a five-year plan. Bro, are you taking the piss out of my life? Yeah. You are top of the league for the majority of the season. You need to finish the season yeah, strongly. The season. Three games can't count. Three games in August cannot count for you guys it, not to be a majority. You've been top of the league all season. All season. A barren all one season, week. Yeah. Barring one week. That's all yeah, it that's was, when City week. went in front for like on goal difference or something. Yeah, and they lost point at Nottingham Forest. Yeah, and they dropped points yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah, went yeah. back up top. And then we were you, like, all right, you played your game now. in hand and then won five, you were five points ahead. And then you got to seven points ahead, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Or yeah, seven we... or eight? No, eight. No. Seven. It was eight points. Eight points eight ahead. Points ahead. Eight <sighs> points ahead. Yeah. We were eight points ahead. Eight points ahead. And obviously... Bottled the... it? Question mark? Yeah, I mean... Don't give me the... No, no, after yes that, or no. After that performance today, then yeah, I can safely say that it has been well and truly packaged up and ready to be bottled. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready to be shipped away bottled-wise, you know what I mean? But it's... Yeah, it, can I just apologise to the listeners? Every time I laugh, I have this cough that's been lingering about. But uh, yeah, apologies if you had to listen to me cough there. That's all right. Listen, I found that right. funny, bro. I found that hilarious. But that's look. I th- it just there's nothing good that I can say about that performance that would fill me up with any confidence that we're going to win well, the rest me, of the games let me give you some pointers as a new not a neutral I wanted City to win obviously but like I said to you because my team is doing so bad I want all my friendship group to be feeling the same pain that I am feeling because when Chelsea do awful I hope all my friendship all my team all the teams that my friends support sorry uh, I hope they lose as well so that they can come down with me but you know but let me give you some pointers. There some positives. I felt you were very they were good when Nelson came on and but then I suppose you didn't watch by this point. Oh, and no, Kekke came up. on. But I think that was because they had nothing to lose. They didn't play with fear, they didn't play with being first in the league on their shoulders and what the game actually meant. They just came on saying it's three 0 like what the fuck are we gonna change? But they actually changed the game. They yeah. were more attacking, they were more direct. Reese Nelson had some amazing first touch. Ball got pinged over to him on the right hand side. A kanji closing him down. That first touch was just like, oh. And then you're like, yeah, keep going, lad. And then I th- believe that led to the corner, which eventually then led to the goal. But can I just say as well, Jorginho, if you make runs for Jorginho, he will put the ball yeah. for you with a great yeah, pace. Yeah, and the oh mate, it was that ball for that he just played over to what's his name? Uh, I just feel like with George, real quick, I just feel like with Jorginho playing, he provides, gives us something different. And I feel like that game needed a Jorginho control in that midfield. Yeah. Because we just I agree. no I control agree. at all. Party was, was gonna... doing three jobs at once. And it's just not good enough, Rick. No, it, it just isn't. No, and no it really I, wasn't. I, I like, obviously, I like the fact that, you know, you want to throw in some positives in there. But just. I hate seeing you like this, bro, because I've been here. Like, I've literally been here since September. Yeah. Since yeah. TT got sacked, I've been here. Yeah, because when TT was there, like we played that Spurs game, and we're like, oh yeah, and then obviously it's been a rough ride. Happened. Sure. It's been a rough ride for so. sure. Um, but yeah, look, I don't really want to. I don't really want to keep going on about Arsenal and just it, the lack of experience for one. 
Um, I just feel like we have no strength in our players. I just, I can't see, you You, you look at the players, you look at Akanji, for example, he's twice the width of Saka. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, twice the yeah. width of Saka and you can't compete with that. One shoulder Not on aerial balls. Not on aerial balls. It, it Sometimes he's trying to get the ball in the air. Once Akanji would have put his shoulder on, on Saka, that's it. Yeah. Saka slowed down and he's gone flying and we saw that. And, yeah, so Should I, we talk I, about some of the challenges since we're talking about flying? Uh, what was your thoughts on Diaz's little little funny kick on, and I use that word carefully as well, No, you're on, right. Uh, what's his name? Ben White? Yeah, I mean, it, was it a red for you or no? no? God, no, 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 no. There was nothing. There was nothing that I could say against City, where I, like to the point where I'd be like, oh, because of what they did here, because of this dangerous tackle, they got this. Nah, they, they played the game. They played the yeah, game. Nah, to be fair, I didn't think it was good. a dangerous tackle at all. I think it wasn't. If he got a red card for that, uh, I believe the referee blew the whistle, and Ben White obviously was still trying to get the ball between his legs. Gave him a little kick as well. Nothing yeah. on it. A bit handbags. They, they, Obviously, they Ben was, White went down trying to get an advantage, which you can understand. But now the referee got that spot on. Yellow card for like a retaliation, but not enough to be like, okay, you've deliberately no, no, hurt no, this player. Not. No, definitely not. I think it was the retaliation. That's why he got the yellow card, to be fair. Yeah. DS, which, again, sometimes you think, oh, okay, put some pressure on him now because, you know, no, he's got a yellow none, card. Bro. There was nothing. There was no pressure. There was, no. It was non-existent. And that's I why literally it, can't believe how good City were. Yeah. They, and, they, and I go back, and I'm not saying this to be hurtful, but they were fantastic. And were, the way Guardiola were. adapted was amazing. And this leads me to another question. If Arteta is struggling to adapt into games, is this going to be the similar style that he will play next year? Two-part question, because mm-hmm. obviously that's a yes or no. And if so, then do you think you can win the league next year? Or do you think managers will, well, I guess three parts, or let do me, you think other managers will adapt? Let me tell you one thing, right? If if Arteta goes into next season, he may have a couple of new players, whatever, but if he keeps playing the same system and cannot change a game, then he just doesn't deserve to be in a managerial job because, especially not in the Premier League, because I just feel like, well, if you've run out of ideas, mate, in your third season as a manager, yeah. I'd hate to see what you'd be like in five years' time. We always, Obviously, you're always saying about Klopp's seventh year season. Yeah, but Klopp won shit in between. He took him seven yeah, years, yeah. And, and it's not like he's doing crap. Like, all right, he had a bit of a uh, unfortunate sort of uh, situation with most of his first 11 being injured and out. At the beginning of the season, but Liverpool came back. Uh, okay, they're not they're not the same Liverpool as we we know them from the last three seasons, but they're still a dangerous team. Like, look at what obviously look at what they did against Arsenal. He put Firmino on. Firmino's like in his thirties now, 31, 32. He just came on. He's like, ah, oh, all right, there's the goal. I'll uh, I'll just go and put the ball in there. Yeah, so well, they're just, three for three now as well. With their win at West Ham, they're three for three. So yeah, yeah. no, I hear what you're saying. So I think uh, I think real quick then. I think yeah, with that, if he doesn't know how to change a game and quickly enough then I'm sorry to say it, but his time is not going to be very long at Arsenal. It's just, you know, this it's it's like putting me and you in there. All right, we'll do well for one day. And then the rest of the bloody season, 38 weeks of the of the season, we, we just have no clue. Oh, well, maybe you can play left back and at the right back, we have this guy and, you know, centre mid. What are you talking about? Like, if you're going to use Zinchenko in that role, you don't use Zinchenko in that role against the fucking manager who put him in that fucking role to begin with. <laughs> What are you trying to do? Oh, oh! let's see what genius Arteta's going to come up with. Uh, no, wait, no, that's actually the genius that Pep Guardiola came up with, but Arteta just used it and utilised it for his own. So, Which worked all right, though. Worked all right, but I suppose it's, against it's, it's the master, fine. you have to come up with something else. 
You have to then try something. Put yeah, five I think they up threw front. you off. I really think they five threw you off front. with playing with De Bruyne and the other guy up top. It's What's crazy. His name? Harland, the other guy. I can't believe I forgot his name. The, the other geezer. The, the just other the other guy. geezer. That's all the it is. L'Oreal advert. Mate, he took his hair off. He literally looked like he was, it took his hair off. Took his hairband off. It looked like he was doing a shampoo advert. And then he thought, yeah, I'll go score. But speaking on the fourth goal, by the way, when you watch it back, Phil Foden's touch. Incredible. Yeah, Harland then obviously got into his left foot and just banked it in. Um, like last thing on on this on the brighter side, uh, Haaland and De Bruyne, they actually got me some decent points. I was going to say when they scored, and you were saying like, "Oh, the title's gone, this and this." I was just thinking, think of your uh, FPL fantasy fantasy league, bro. Think of your fantasy league. I think I'm like 15 points ahead right now, or 12 points. Yeah, 15 points ahead. Yeah, no, you you did well. You by going with Haaland. I think a lot of the people on the fantasy league for us. Obviously, I went Kane, Sonny at the beginning, thinking yeah. they're going to do me something. They did nothing. Other players that are in the group went with Nunes because they thought he's going to do something. I think it was nothing. De Bruyne. Can you do? Sorry, Rick. We just completely lost you there for really because I yeah. saw you smile while I was talking. Yeah, what, no, no, what was I, the last thing you heard? I well, I saw you scratching your neck, but that's as far as I got. <laughs> I can't remember what I said while I was scratching my neck. Bro, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just lost you for like 10 seconds. 10 seconds? 10 seconds. Just never mind. That'll be the unreleased version. So Yes, that's it. Yeah, check. We'll, we'll sell that. We'll sell that. Something else. Yeah, we'll sell those out. You were saying about the FPL players, obviously. You know, I was just saying that basically, like, I'm sure you would have uh, much rather had Harland and De Bruyne yeah. score you zero points and your team Absolutely. walk away with three points. Absolutely. I would, but, give, uh, I would give the other lad the FPL right now. I would hand yeah. it to him if it means... Pass it all that. That's it. But it's yeah, it is what it is. I'm, I don't really have anything else to say on them on Arsenal. There's not um, much to say now. I've said everything I have to say in the last three games. This is just a cherry on top. And like, so uh, what are you expecting? Are you expecting a change against Chelsea at home? Obviously, or are you expecting? Uh... I'm expecting nothing different. Oh, like I, I, maybe maybe a Tross adding for a, for a Martinelli, which is crazy because Saka's the one that should be coming off. But you know he's English, so you can't take Saka off. But uh, for me personally, I would I would take Saka off, put Trossard on, or take Jesus off and put Trossard on because it's just not working at all. Try something different. Put Jorginho yeah, instead yeah. of Jacker in. Do you know what I mean? No, Leave party you, in that I role. Jorginho can, can handle Chelsea, the ball. I feel like I'm really. Oh, I've lost you. Just little things like that that he yeah, needs little. to test. He needs to change whether he thinks it's going to work or not. He needs to test it because at the end of the day, he doesn't know that it's going to work, and that's that's the issue. Um, I don't know if we've lost Rick again or if he's just paused. Yeah, he's frozen yet again. All right, welcome back. Sorry about that. You know, just network problems, signals, all that kind of stuff. Rick, right? I'm. I don't want to talk about Arsenal You're anymore. Done, yeah, I don't want to talk about Arsenal anymore. Thank you so much time. for for listening to my rants and all that stuff. But um, we do have to obviously touch on the blue side of London, which another. Another disappointing um, result because the performance I felt like wasn't the worst. I've seen Chelsea perform worse, but the it's... result was just not good enough. Really, the thing is, what I found really tricky with this is from the from the start, from the lineup. I thought, what is he doing? Let me read you the starting lineup, right, for you and the listeners, and you tell me like the first thing you think of. Do you think attacking or defensive? Uh, Kepa, Fafana, Thiago Silva, Chaloba, Aspiliqueta. Enzo Kante Kova, Chilwell Gallagher Sterling. Can I can I just ask though? Because I think I'm just intrigued at this point now. What's happened to Badia Sheila, by the way? 
Oh, he's on the bench. No, just a bench warmer at the minute. Ah. Frank doesn't seem to fancy him. On the bench, he's got Mendy as this obviously keeper. Barry Sheila loves his cheek. Mudawaker, who I don't rate at all. Yeah, like Sterling, they, he needs to go. He yeah. needs to just leave. I don't even know why he was bought. I don't know who advised Todd Bowley to buy this Nonny Mudawaker. No idea. Uh, Modric, Pulisic, Ziyech, Aubameyang, João Felix. Now, you lost against Real Madrid playing with this kind of formation, but you Real Madrid allowed you to play that way because Real Madrid attacked. Brentford is coming onto your ground. They're going to sit tight. They're going to try and hit you on the counter. So, therefore, you need to have more attacking-minded players with a bit more flair who can try and turn a defender, look to make runs in behind, play Mudrik, play João Felix, play Ziyech. Play, just do something, bro. Like the Chelsea fans want to see you try something. Chelsea fans don't want to see you play with ten defensive-minded midfielders, and then one attack, one offensive-minded. Chilwell, he's a defender first and foremost. Yeah. I know he can whip the ball and is a right wing back, uh, left wing back, but with the ball to who? Raheem Sterling is three foot against Janssen and the rest of them. Like, come on, be serious. So therefore, he's going to go to feet, right? But if you're going to go to feet, surely play Joao Felix, who's got an incredible first touch. Play, play Mudrick and tell João Felix, look for Mudrick. Mudrick, I just want you to run behind. Do nothing, just run. I don't want you to do anything else. Just I want you to run behind as fast as you can, get into space. Which to be fair, he play as well. He did when he was playing. I saw him run, run behind. He did. The Honestly, time. he yeah. tries Byline. every game. He tries to get him behind. Then he doesn't get the ball. And you understand. You Then you're going to become disheartened. So then you come and look for the ball. And then you think to yourself, no, because now we've got all of our players in our own half. Yeah. And the goal is that way. Yeah. It's yeah, another fifty yards the other way. It's for sure. lamps, man. It's lamps. It's the team. I don't know what he's doing. I, I know he's saying since we've come here, since we've come here. But listen, it's been five games, bro. Like we're not seeing an improvement. Oh, no. alternatively, as much as these players are professionals and they really need to be held accountable, it looks like they're just not trying. They were doing better for Graham Potter. It looked like they were giving a bit more of an effort for Potter. Maybe they're a bit salty why Potter left. Maybe there's something going on. Uh, also, there's a lot of trouble behind the doors, for I feel, as well, because Frank got asked about... Uh, excuse me, I moved away from the mic there. Frank got asked about Thiago Silva's comment, and all he replied was, those are Thiago's comments, and left it at that. Because Thiago Silva said, we had to extend the changing rooms. Too many players. We've made the wrong steps. But the steps have been made. Where's let's the learn. Let's this. There is no lie. Everything no, that's that what he I'm said is correct. Yeah. There, there, there's but, no lie. Like uh, th- That's what I'm saying with Lampard. He's been brought in because he's the Chelsea man who can sort of try to establish some order. But I said to you, he's not going to establish any order because who's going to respect him? For what he's they, he's what been the yes man. I was hoping he was going to come in and kind of be like, you know what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. A bit like we played at the, when we first had him. Trying to play with a bit more attacking minded players. But... Every game he has played, he feels like as if he can't lose, he should play without losing, trying to defend. And that defending is really fucking us over because, listen, they were Brentford made their own look. They scored an own goal and the second goal was a deflection of Thiago Silva's heel that lifted it above Kepa. Otherwise, Kepa was going to save. That would have been an easy save near post. But nobody's going to remember that unless you watch the match. Everybody's going to walk away with 2-0. Chelsea have been 5 for 5 L's. 100% record or losses for Frank Lampard. Unheard of unheard of well unless your name is Graham Potter then you know you could share well, that but then then again I think even Potter would have had a draw in between I think he had a, yeah he did I he think had a couple of draws, draws. I don't he think did. he went five for losses like straight like that and no no this is like the thing is right now it's 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 completely rock bottom right now for Chelsea I mean Potter was one thing but for Frank to come in and lose five games on the bounce and get kicked out of the Champions League like, I'm sorry but that is just 
Because that's the thing, like, we can sit here and talk about the Champions League as much as we like. We're like, oh, yeah, but we really played well the second time. No, no, no. Against, no, no. Like, that's, that's that. what doesn't count. What it's counts is making it to the next round. What a trophy, right? Like, that's yeah, that's it. Did you? This, this is Tottenham mentality right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came second, or we came this, or we came that. We made it into a final. Like, no, bro, like, what are you talking about? Like, we're 11th in the league. We are literally six points behind Fulham in 10th. Six points behind 10th. Six points. That's two games. And we had two points ahead of Crystal Palace in 12th. Like, what? It's, yeah, it's six points. But like you said, six points, that, that's a, that's right now for Chelsea. You know, you can't even buy no, points right now. You know, you, you, we have been fucked from the ownership down. Like, I know Todd, obviously, we invested his money and we appreciate it. But I'll keeping the checkbook. But whoever's been saying to you, buy certain players, players yeah. has been a lie. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you wanted Mudrick, like I mentioned last episode as well, because he has potential. He's quick. He's got a bit of flair. He's got a good touch and so on. But I go back to Nuni Mudueka. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, that's Sheila, great. Okay, fantastic. Cucurella, why? Why Cucurella? That's that's another that's another big question, that's I'll be honest. 60 million for Cucurella. Now like we have to possibly sell players because to make financial fair play because he's been spending so much. We've got no Champions League money coming in for next nope. year. So therefore then players will have to leave. Or equally, when you bring so many players in and you give them ridiculous contracts like eight years, okay, you gave it to Wenzel and you gave it to Mudrick because they're your biggest signing and you're expecting them to come good. That's fine, okay? But then be prepared for Mason Mount to say, well, I want 300 grand. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Champions League winner. Yeah. And proven I want 300 grand. And proven in the Premier League. And I'm an English, uh, what's it called? Uh, international player, regular international player. I get picked for England and so on and so forth. Yeah. I want 300 grand a week. If Mudrik is getting it, coming from like Shakhtar Donetsk, playing in the Ukrainian league, who I mean, make it now and again into the Champions the League. Less than Pardon? 50 games in his career. That's less than, exactly. What he had. And he's on like, well, I don't know how much he's on, but let's say he's on 300. Mason deserves 250, 280, easy, if he's on 300, when you compare the two. Okay, but then when you compare to a Haaland and a Salah, then if they're on that money, then you think, no, you're not there. But you see, that's not the comparison. He's not what he's making it, yeah, that's not what he's making To the guy next to him in the changing rooms. So The guy who's taking his potential, potential taking his spot. Look, the thing is, as much as obviously we'd like to spend a half half an episode talking about Chelsea, there's nothing new that we can no, discuss here. It's 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 the same issues bullshit. with a different manager, and this is the problem now. Because now you're going to look elsewhere, right? You have to. Where's the problem now? Where's the leak coming from? We've tried this. That's that's not it. Where's the actual problem coming yeah. from? And it has to be from one place, from from the top. And I said to you last pod, I said what Chelsea need right now, they need a sporting director slash like a footballing director. That, that's that's who they need in that in a role who could yeah. sit down with Todd and be like, do you know what, Todd? I appreciate your checkbook. Nice one, mate. Thank you. But these are just definitely not the players that you want. These are the players that you want. We've yeah. got our scouts watching these players. I don't know who, where you got these guys from because we had no scouts there, but our scouts are over yeah. here and you just, I don't know what happened in the, in the way. So I think this reminds me like a FIFA when you're playing FIFA and you send your scouts somewhere and then it comes back to you and says, uh, I found six players who put, with potential and it can get up to 88 rated. I feel Todd's gone like, yeah, we'll take all six. All six of them. Oh, but like, wait, no, should we not like, like three weeks at least just to see how they progress in their training? No, no, can no. Can we watch a bit more? more? Can we yeah. do a bit of this? Yeah. But no, it's, 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 um, it's a wrong mentality to run a football, a European, excuse me, a European football club. Like I mean, any, I mentioned last yeah, time trying to go into, well, you don't know in America. Honest, yeah. In America, they're trying Could to do anything. 
And obviously, you know, he owns, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, what does he own, baseball or the NFL team? I think it's a baseball, baseball team. team that he owns. Yeah. The Dodgers. And, you know, they LA do Dodgers. that. Yeah, the Dodgers. That's the LA Dodgers. Thank you. And they do that in the changing rooms. The reporters are allowed to come in into the changing rooms. The players have to speak to the media. The owner can walk about because he owns the team. He owns the ground. He owns everything. But, like, in football, you don't do that. Like, and for our American listeners, in, in soccer, you don't do no, that. You literally that. let football, the manager crack do on. That. In football, you don't you know, do that. American listeners, bruv, right and now. In, like, and in sports, and in sports, football is the one that you kick with your feet. One. It's the spot foot. that you kick with your feet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the one time you use your foot and then all of a sudden you take a whole spot. Anyway, but no, you know, <laughs> you're absolutely right, though. And, and it takes four hours to play one hour. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. He's moved like three meters. What are you talking? Like, and everybody's why is he cheering. Why, why are you cheering? Why are you going it reminds back? me of this joke of uh, who's the guy who does Family Fortunes in America? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. And he goes, players get down, catch the ball. They run three yards and then they go pointing towards the front like you only run three yards that's your job what the hell are you celebrating for exactly like, like, oh, we understand which way this. the goal is yeah like, relax yourself beating bro. your chest and you're thinking bro it's three lines that you've just moved and yeah, now you have to go back because you missed because yeah, it's a yellow flag <laughs> or whatever the hell it is you know white flag whatever the hell it is but no you're yeah. right and I don't think I don't think if if Todd Bowley was ever under the impression that he was going to come to the UK and change his, like change football from the historic roots He's just wrong not. Yeah, mistake. you are completely in the wrong spot. Look at look at Ryan Reynolds. Look at Rob McElhaney, By the way, well, he oh, hired somebody who knows what they're doing, though, right? Did yeah. you know the curly exactly. whatever his name is? The big guy, the curly haired guy, and the bald guy. And I don't know their names. Nobody remembers. No, the, no, no, the no, little no. guys. The tall guy was actually part of a couple of episodes of. It's yeah, yeah, he was of the. Yeah, yeah, he was part. But I don't know who he is. Yeah. And the other guy, obviously, has been there for a while. The bald guy. But what I'm trying to say is, like, they hired people, people who can do it. Yeah. And then it's okay to be passionate. We saw this with Todd, and I believe all Chelsea fans were like myself. Oh, he's passionate about Chelsea. This is good. Because obviously when you support the team, you do anything you can to win. But then he's gone and done too much to try and win, which has yeah. kind of made us go so far backwards. He's done it the wrong way. He's done it the wrong way. Like You, you reverse, can understand bro, the reverse. sentiment. You can understand the sentiment. It's like, all right, cool. He wants to spend money for the club. But, you know, you got to spend that money right, mate. Because he was, I think, I think he tried to do a Leeds, what Leeds did back in the early 2000s, where it's like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to make the Champions League yeah. next year. So let's just spend, oh, wait, what? No, that's, and that's the oh, thing. Like, lost it's, them all. it's crazy how he did. Like in January, we brought so many players. And then in the summer, obviously, certain players came in. And certain players are not performing. These are hits that hit and misses. But you can't bring so many because then too many hits really affect you. Yeah. Because it's like you can take a couple of hits if one you find one really uh, outstanding player. You're like, yeah. yeah, the other two, it's fine. This guy, when we sell this guy, let's say Mudrick, for example, he's fine. We can sell Enzo, turns out to be average. Mudrick will go for 100 plus million to Barca, Real Madrid, if he turns out to be like Vinicius, Ronaldo. Anyway, yeah. hypothetical. But when you have so many bad guys or so many bad apples, a Raheem Sterling who costs you 40 million, let's say 50 because he was 47, a Cucurella who was 60, there's 110 and something else. Bro, like you're not going to be able to sell players at half a, one player of half a billion to kind of make up for the rest. And that's the bit he felt. And there was a red flag, maybe a little bit at the beginning. He's trying to change too much in the sense that he wanted an all-star game, North v South. Who would who would watch that? And I was like, no, nah, bro, it doesn't work like no, that. No one's North v South is literally it's leagues. Got to be three Premier teams. Yeah, the, the Premier League, league is yeah. North v South. Yeah. Half of it as well. That's yeah, it. That, that's what the Premier League. That's why we have an actual league for the country. But, uh, but it's just it's just crazy. It's just we're just we're, just, we're fucked. That's the word I'm going to use, yeah. and I'm going to use it carefully. Is we literally are fucked. I mean, at this point now, obviously the season's written off anyway. So there's there's it no is, point. But there's you no want point. something to cheer for and to give you a bit of hope. 
like game Pochettino with? Is it something for Chelsea fans to be happy about? You should be. You should be really because it's, because it, he's got he's got experience at the elite level. He does he's have experience, experience at the elite with, level with and younger he, players. Yeah, and I was going to say that. Well, yeah. a lot yeah. of the younger players. He has, he has. What he did to Tottenham that season, obviously with those young players, he did amazing. But not just that and, season, but, for, for, this, for the few seasons, for the whole time, yeah. Before he, that as well, he yeah, yeah, changed yeah, yeah. things, didn't he? So and obviously at PSG, he won the league or didn't win the league. I don't. Think I don't he think he won the league. No, I think that's why he got. So then this is the thing: like he hasn't won anything. He hasn't. He hasn't. But again, for Chelsea, like. Out of the, the managers that you've had so far, trophies, that's true. Out of the managers that you've had so far, though, he seems to be the closest one who's actually got well, close to winning something. There's a rumor as well that, um, well, no, but that's Spurs mentality, close to winning something. Do you know what I mean? It that's reminds it. me of that's that it. thing of like he hasn't won anything. No, that's it. But uh, there's a rumor that apparently Chelsea wanted him before they got Potter, but he just wasn't happy with the way things were getting done or what was expected of him. In other words, he wasn't happy to be a yes yeah. man. That's why Nagelsmann let's, let's, let's turned say it down. As, I believe so as well. Yeah. yeah. But now, apparently, the working conditions are going to be different. So, therefore, he wants to take the job on that. <laughs> I mean, he's saying we'll it. It's see. like, oh, it's going to be different now. Well, okay, sorry, Todd, right? You need to understand that you have to make the situation different or else you ain't getting anyone in this team. Yeah, Nagelsmann it. turned it down. Enrique probably turned it down because he's like, probably, but the, yeah, it's like come on, yeah. I'm not dealing with this shit. Like, going there and getting told by some idiot who doesn't have any football some at yank. all yeah some yank telling me how to play football and this guy's coming from you know the heart of football in terms of Barcelona and Spain winners yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean actual actual winners so I think I think with with Bolly he needs to change the tactics of the way he runs his business because I'll be honest with you if Chelsea start like this for the first three games of next season we're fucked. You're we're getting fucked. relegated, bro. <laughs> yeah, we are literally <laughs> fucked if we start like this. And the thing is, even not even three games, if we don't put performances in, I'm hoping, okay, the same Poch is the fair and he'll get it. One thing I was hoping for Enrique for, because Enrique said, no, nah, I don't play defensive football. I just play attack. And regardless whether we're winning or losing, we're going to try and keep scoring goals. And I like that mentality because yeah. you think about it, if the That's ball the is kept that we, we, lost we used to see it. Right, sorry about that. Yet again, it has been just an awful, awful signal tonight. And I think it's just the universe trying to tell us something. Like, don't support the teams that you do. Yeah, don't talk about them afterwards as well. Just go and enjoy the time with your family. Your own life on this show. I've got great hairs with these bastards. But, um, yeah, we were talking about uh, Luis Enrique and obviously, you know, the fact that he's attacking football rather than defensive, just wants to stop. Yeah. Well, look, I think we've got the players, haven't we? Think about it. The amount do. of attacking you players do. we have for, we've got enough players to defend as well. Maybe Barishi, not Gosler, Fafana. Yeah, but we're hoping maybe Lukaku's coming back, that Ngoku's coming in. But even that Ngoku's not a centre forward. He's more like a left or right winger. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a Raheem and Pulisic center, yeah. Yeah, who, who can play. play in the centre, exactly. But, you know, Havertz can do that bit if he has players around him. Yes. Yeah, if agree. he has support. And that's why I want Luis Enrique. I want I want someone to come in and just say, do you know what, we're going to play attacking football because of the players that I have. Don't be afraid to go to City. You get beat 3-0, 4-0, learn from it why you yeah. got beat 3-0, 4-0. Learning. That's it. That's it. Because I'd like, no Chelsea fan is going to be there and be like, oh, we got slapped 4-0. If you're having a go, I'm sure tonight, if you had a go, mm. you'd be like, yeah, okay, we went and tried. Some yeah. people be like, oh, Arteta was naive, Arteta was this. If you sat back, you got beat 4-1. If you had a go, you might get beat 3-0. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But at least you can learn from how to break City defence down. Because let's face it, City is the best team in the league and they have been for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. Possibly on par with Liverpool. That season, Liverpool won it because they were fantastic. But... That we need attacking. We need an attacking-minded manager, and what we need is Todd Bowley to stay away from the dressing room. Don't yeah. even get, stick to the boardroom. Agreed. Stick to the office. Do not get anywhere near these players. 
Agreed, agreed on that one, and I think most Chelsea fans will uh, will definitely have you back on they that. They booed, one. bro. They booed. They left. Eightieth minute, two 0 They left. Stamford Bridge was empty, and as if there was a fire in there. Yeah. And the fire was Brentford they, cooking up a storm. There you go, Tony doing his thing. Tony doing his thing. But um, felt like the government sent all the Chelsea fans an alert saying, like, yeah, there's a now. fire nearby. Leave Evacuate. <laughs> yeah. Only Chelsea fans leave now. Only Chelsea fans. Um. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I, again, it's it's just I'm I'm exhausted at this point now because we've just tough, said yeah. so many things that we feels like we've repeated ourselves for both teams really, especially in the recent few weeks. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, in terms of Chelsea, we know what what needs to be done, and we just at this point now it's just literally waiting for the next season. If you get a few wins from now until the end of this season. Perfect. That's something different that we can talk about. Or you can, you know, you can bask in. It's like, oh yeah, we won a few games. Yay. Yeah. Right. And then start buzzing again. Be like, oh my keep God, frank. we're amazing. Yeah. Keep Frank. Sign up again. No, the, no, the thing is, <laughs> keep Frank is, it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be a done deal for Frank. Like it, it's out of, same as Potter, out of his depth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you out can't, of his depth you, and yeah. you just can't. I don't think I don't think anyone can disagree with that. Even hardcore like English fans cannot disagree with yeah. that because he, he has been awful. And I always go back to the fact that he's he's been sacked twice from Premier League teams. That's it. So, That's it. Like you know That's what I mean? It. Unless unless he was a relegation specialist. And then he gets beat, you know, after keeping the team in. If he was a Sam Allardyce, yeah, 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 get that. If he was an Allardyce, that's fine. But he's not. He's got nothing going for him. All he's going is that meme, the serious meme, where he's laughing. Yeah, laughing and then turns serious. No, actually, I could get sacked. Yeah, 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 no, but seriously, my job is on the line about this, so we need to be careful. Yeah, I love that. I love those memes, but I hate it when they're... When he's playing for my team, and we see those, or managing yeah. my team, yeah. Yeah. now he's, he needs to, he needs to go back to the drawing board because I don't think he'll get another job very soon after this. He needs no, to literally no, no, go no. back or look to go abroad somewhere or do a bit of self reflecting, a bit of self learning, and find out Wrexham. where he went wrong. Go Wrexham, manage them. No, but I don't even think Wrexham want him. They don't because don't, their I'll actual be manager has got major experience yeah. in the leagues. He so I think experience. he's going. Yeah, he's going to do their a lot. Manager beat Chelsea with Blackpool. Did back in really? the day, back Mourinho's the- Chelsea beat Chelsea in the FA Cup. Tony Adams played, not Tony Adams, what's his name? Uh, Adam Adam something, left-footed player, then went to Liverpool. Oh, I forgot his name, but yeah, Blackpool beat Chelsea wow. 1-0 in the, or 2-1, 1-0 in the FA Cup at Stamford Bridge. Wow, there you go. There and you he go. was the manager. So he knows what he's doing. It's clearly better than he Frank. He knows what he's doing. He knows clearly what better he's than doing. Frank. So. But with Frank... Uh, what I feel for it as well is they brought him in, like I said, he's been brought in to keep the fans happy and fans quiet. But you've got to think as a, as listen, the fans are going to want who they want. We're fans. We're going to be like, yeah. bring Guardiola, pay him five million a week and just bring Guardiola, bring this, do this, so on and so on. But you need to sit there and be like, okay, we're going to bring Fra- uh, Frank to keep the fans happy. Hold on a minute. What if he loses every game? Are the fans going to be happy to see Frank on the dugout or will they be more happy to see the team win? Because yeah. I know we're trying to buy time to get the right decision and make sure we get the right manager in. But why don't we just do what we can to get the manager in now yeah. and allow him to work with the team and say, do you know what, this is just trying to win some games, bring a bit of feel-good factor into the club, look to see what we can do next season. You have full control. Give him full control, the manager. Yeah. Say, you manager send on loan who you need yeah. to send. Yeah, that's it. Manager, bro. Bring him in. Do, do Have full control like Sir Alex, like Jose Mourinho. Like, even if Jose Mourinho comes, honestly, I'll be happy because he'll steady the ship a little bit and possibly get a couple of Ws under the belt. He'll we'll demand awful football, but he'll demand, yeah, demand from, from, more the board, from the players. From, from the board as well, not just from, from the players. The board, from the board, from the players. Like today, I was looking at Kovacic and he was having the ball at his feet. And the defender was on his shoulder ready to tackle him. And I was like, right, just get rid of it now. Right, just get rid of it. And then he, got, he lost it. And I was yeah. thinking like, bro, like, why are you holding on to it? 
And one thing I liked about Mudrick today is every time he got the ball, he looked to go forward. There were players behind him. This is reminding me of like an unorganized school game when you play at school football. Yeah, yeah. Everybody shouted, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody pass, in a decent yeah, yeah. position, just just noise. Just people yeah. want to touch the ball because they think it's, if I don't touch the ball, like, oh, I didn't play football. No, bro, like run forward, gain the position. Mudrick just kept it, ignored the noise. And I love the fact that he just looked at it. He was looking to see if Aubameyang's making a movement. Look if Sterling's making a movement and look to put a whip the ball in the box whereas Enzo Kova Chilwell flipping too many there's too many behind they're all behind expecting the ball for what there's too many mouths to feed at Chelsea right now that's why all the players want a touch of the ball because they know it's like oh shit we've got 150 of these guys so I may not make it that's literally it it's literally it reminded me of same again by the way sorry to interrupt you very quickly I don't know if you saw it when Rodri had the ball in the middle of the park nobody was pressuring him to make a pass so he just kept hold of it till a better movement from his players in front I'm sure he had I'm sure he probably just seemed to go like Oh, let me well. just go sideways let me just go yeah. sideways let me just go sideways like you don't need to just go sideways like keep the ball moving I understand make the ball do the work but you, you, you might as well go to. kick it against the wall that's like it. fuck that's off it. back in the change rooms kick the ball to the wall and get it back that's literally all they're doing left and right left and right yeah, there's no one there's no one forward thinking and that's, so that's the issue you know that's so, the issue honestly like it's just so disheartening to see this team and you think of the talent you think on paper Jao Felix you think baller. You think Kai Havertz, baller. Mudrick, obviously, he's got potential. Enzo's been fantastic. You think of Thiago Silva, Fofana, Barry Sheila. Listen to the list that I'm reading out. And even in my own head, I hear it out loud as I'm saying. And I'm thinking like, how is this team so poor? Apart from Fofana. I mean, get Fofana out of that conversation because he has No, I like Wesley Fofana. No, he's been good for Chelsea, man. He's been good because we've had some defenders. Team. We've had Koulibaly in there. We've had Cucurella yeah. in that centre-back. So, you All know, right, when you been... compare it to them two, fair do say, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He had a bad injury. He, then he came back and he fasted for a month. And then, you know, now he's trying to play. But now the team is shocking. Yeah, the team, can't... The, we are not a team. No, we are individual players coming together to play in Eleven aside, Agreed. bridge. Do you see, this reminds me of like think of that uh, when you know when you used to play at goals, advertising for goals here. But and then again, you finish playing with your friends. Other venues are available. Other venues are available, absolutely. But you finish playing with your boys, and then all of a sudden somebody comes is like two spaces free. You don't have to pay. Do you want to come together and just have a game? And you turn up and have a game. Come on, you're like, yeah, I don't know any of these. I don't guys know any of these guys. Like, I still want to play football. Guys yeah. yeah, I want to play footy. So, but I don't know who the hell these guys are. I'm having a free game of footy. That's a good one. I like that That's analogy. Literally, I like that right analogy. Now. I like that. That's pretty good. Um, I mean, look, sad, I think sad, I, sad, I think sad. we've 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 been disheartened enough this uh, this podcast. I think we need to sleep. Yeah. Um, real quick before we do leave, I just want to. Say, I mean, so do you have anything that you else that you want? I just hope Man United lose tomorrow. Yes. I've got nothing to add on Chelsea. I just hope United lose, and I know that means Spurs winning. But like I said to you at the Ooh, beginning of the pod, yeah. I've got so many friends who are like my new Arsenal and Liverpool fans and because my team's doing shit I, f- I look I find little little victories when the, my friends teams lose can we it's make like, it can we make it where they both lose where I mean I'll like hopefully. it's a draw but they both yeah. lose an important player like Harry Kane gets injured his kneecap falls off or something and then Marcus <laughs> Rashford or Bruno Fernandes get injured as well that's a that's a loss for me I've yeah. got a feeling Bruno's going to get a red card tomorrow oh yeah but I'm surprised he hasn't got a red card I think Romero will get a red card and Bruno will get a red card love it love it especially um, Romero Romero will get sent off Romero's a fucking idiot bro like he's, I, he's just, he's just I, you mean the World Cup win? No, is that, is that the, yeah, that guy, that guy, just like so impatient and so such a hothead. You just don't need to show that level of aggression no, on the pitch. Like, relax. All. I think he's losing them games. To be fair, him and Larice together are like working in tandem. Something, but, uh, something, yeah. 
But look, um, obviously t- tonight's podcast was a little bit unexpected because you know we wanted to jump straight on after the after the matches, our raw feelings, which I think people have got. And um, before we do leave, though, before we do leave, I, uh, there is obviously Formula One coming up this weekend. Yes, We've got a yes, slight change to the weekend format, which I, this is the only thing I wanted to discuss because we'll come back on Sunday as well. That on Friday they've got one practice session on Friday, and then they've got qualifiers. All right, yeah. So the qualifying goes towards the sprint race on Saturday. Okay. Right. But whoever wins a sprint race doesn't determine the race Why at the they end. Come first? So so the Friday the Friday qualifications will actually uh, be for the Sunday race. All right. Me? So what's the sprint race for? Just a couple of points or just, nothing? Just, just a sprint race. Yeah, let's just have another points. race. You can get an extra eight points. So obviously, if you win, you get an extra eight points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. that's so what they're doing drivers. on Saturday. Yeah. So on Saturday, they've got FP2, then they've got the sprint race, and then on Sunday, they've got the full race. I think race. that's good. I think that's really good. I hope they do that to every race because obviously, that's you want to see a little mini race to yeah, the huge yeah. race as well. So, and it's a street how many laps is the How many laps is it? Like the it's half, sprint race? It's half. So 52 for the full race. So it'll be about 26, 24. So still, yes. So still about an hour of racing, more or less. But uh, yeah, it, w- it usually works out to about like half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, no red flags, no yellow flags, all that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is Baku. It is a street track. Everything's so close together. So I just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. Obviously, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll discuss we the will. weekend's we action will. and uh, the Formula One action as well, because you know, I'm glad that it's back. But uh, Rick, I think we should leave it there for now. We'll get the podcast out for people to listen to tomorrow. And yeah. uh, w- A wounded podcast. That's the title of the podcast. It's a wounded podcast yeah. wounded hosts it's just been a wounded wounded night bro yeah. like i'm telling you <sighs> my team was shy bro my can team i was shocking how my do team I, was shocking how do i spell out uh, can i, I just show out? you what I, this is i'm just got one last thing to say there's a brentford fan doing this to chelsea fans Although, because you like the whole oh, crying yeah, emoji, crying. yeah, 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 uh-huh. just oh, the fucking ginger prick. <laughs> <laughs> That's no offense to any other gingers no, out there. No, no offense to redheads, it was just no, that one like individual. You. Thank you, yeah, some of you, you're all right. And the reason I had to mention his hair color was simply to talk about uh, if you ever see the image, so you can locate the individual. Yes, yes, it's a descriptive more than an offensive. Love it. It wasn't a derogatory; it was more descriptive. Descriptive, not derogatory. I like it. That's I think that, I don't know what the name of the podcast should be now. Like, all like, of it. All of it. Spell, how do I spell ah <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah how do we spell those but all right look thank you so much for listening we will catch you on the next one uh, until then stay safe stay alive